Hello, friends. Blessing to you on this fifth week of Lent. Let me start by asking you a question. Have you ever met someone who essentially lives in the past? Maybe they achieved something great at a young age, and they haven't quite moved on from it. They take every opportunity they have to let people know about their achievement, their little claim to fame, even though it happened a long time ago. It's a good thing for us to remember the past, to celebrate the good things, and to learn from the hard things. The Bible is filled with commands to remember. But the Bible is also filled with promises about new things. The Bible says that God's mercies are new every morning. That one day there will be a new heavens and a new earth, which we will inhabit. And that if we are in Jesus, we are made into new creations. Paul says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. Sometimes we have to let go of something that is holding us back in order to move into the new thing God is inviting us into. Andrew and Peter had to leave their fishing nets behind in order to follow Jesus. They gave up their career and their way of life, and God gave them something better. In order for us to embrace the new thing God is doing in our lives, we may be called to give up something little or large, perhaps a time sink, an activity that's stealing our time away from what is life-giving. Perhaps we're called to give up a way of thinking, a chronic judging of somebody, or an assumption that we're relying on a little too heavily. Maybe it's a toxic relationship, or maybe what we're called to release is simply the status quo, because we're clinging to the safety and security of what we know and letting it become a roadblock to the new thing God has in mind for our lives. A number of years ago, a friend of mine gave up her job. It was a job that had served her pretty well, but one she knew she would eventually move on from. And the signs were starting to appear that it was time to move on. But she didn't have another job lined up, so stepping away from her job felt irresponsible. But over and over again, she was feeling nudged by the Spirit to give notice. After a number of months of discerning when to do that, she simply no longer had peace about staying. One evening, I had the privilege of praying with her for wisdom and for God's perfect timing. And the next day, she told me she had given her notice. She still didn't have a job lined up, but she knew it was time. She couldn't stay any longer. It wasn't that anything terrible was happening at work, and her workplace was not a toxic environment. It simply was not where she knew she was called to stay forever, and her work over time had become more draining than purposeful. Over the next few months, she applied for jobs, she moved home with her parents in another state, and then she ended up finding a wonderful job in the state where her sister lives. The job turned out to be a much better fit for her in the long run, and her sister and brother-in-law ended up having a baby, 
how neat that she was so well positioned with her new job to support them and to spend precious time with her niece. God was doing a new thing in her life. I felt like it was a gift to me to be able to see her journey so up close. That is, of course, until she moved. And to get a glimpse into her discernment process and uh, her step of faith. Today's reading is from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 18 through 21. As you listen, pay attention to what God might want to be showing you about the new thing he is inviting you into. Because he is doing a new thing. He is inviting you into a new thing. He's always inviting us into a new thing. What is holding you back? Is there a roadblock? Something in your life that he's asking you to let go of so you can move forward? What would it look like for you to release that thing which is holding you and stepping in the way of your embracing the new thing God has? A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I am going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Even the wild animals will honor me. Jackals and ostriches will praise me when I make rivers flow in the desert to give water to my chosen people. They are the people I made for myself, and they will sing my praises. It's interesting to me that this verse talks about a new thing in the context of the wilderness. You see, all of us experience wilderness seasons, times when our lives feel dry, God feels distant, we may feel confused, direction feels elusive. Often in wilderness seasons, we experience disillusionment, or something we believe to be true, we assumed to be true, turns out not in fact to be true. And we have to do that difficult work of revising our assumptions. Wilderness experiences are hard. And maybe you're in the wilderness right now. If you are, you're probably thinking, God isn't doing anything new in my life. But I want to suggest that the wilderness is in fact where God most often births something new usually before we even realize that that's what's happening. The image in this passage is of streams in the desert, rivers flowing through parched land. When God opens a river in your wilderness and you drink, you come to know the reality of his presence and provision in a whole new way, and you come to trust him more deeply than you ever thought you could. I'm going to read the passage again. Can you trust 
that God is at work birthing a new thing through the wilderness season you are in? Can you trust that he will make the river of his presence to flow right through the parched desert of your days? That he will sustain you and that the new thing he is going to do is good, so good that it will make the good things of the past pale in comparison. Do not cling to events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I am going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. Even the wild animals will honor me. Jackals and ostriches will praise me when I make rivers flow in the desert to give water to my chosen people. They are the people I made for myself, and they will sing my praises. Let's pray. Lord of the desert, we are thirsty for you. We long for the rivers of living water you promise, and we thank you that they are ours in Jesus. His very words are life. Sustain us with the hope of Christ. Open our eyes to the new thing you are doing. Give us the courage to leave behind our fishing nets if you are calling us to do that. Strengthen us to stop clinging to the past, whether it is something good from the past or something hard. Renew and deepen our hope as we look toward the new thing you did on Easter. Help us to hear your words from revelation spoken over our lives. Behold, I am making all things new. We wait on you, O Lord, in hope. Amen.